We have a very special episode of the Middle Country Public Library podcast coming up. I'm so excited because it's about one of the greatest rock bands in the world, mm. The Who. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. It's close. It's close. Yeah. It's no. Who and British, so you're you're not far off, mm. but no. What is this about then? <laughs> it's about the doctor. This is episode number 36 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host this week, Sal Vincenzo. Joined in the studio by my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fate. Hello. And Stephanie Vecchio. Hello. And we are here to both educate and entertain you on all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at Middle Country Public Library. This is a very special episode mm-hmm. because today we are going to be talking about Doctor Who. And I just want to forewarn those of you who have not seen the recent premiere of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. that spoilers will mm-hmm. be discussed on this show. So if you haven't seen it, click pause, come back after you see it, and then you can uh, listen to us. Or if you don't mind spoilers, then mm-hmm. just listen. So so I will be first to tell you that uh, I have never, ever seen a second of Doctor Who, and I apologize. Inconceivable. That is. Someone <laughs> that's, that's another cult classic. Yeah. That's uh-huh. the Princess Bride. Some, someone who considers themselves mm-hmm. a, uh, a fan of sci fi, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I've never seen it. But I've never done a lot of things, which Sarah, mm. in, on a regular basis, you and Nicole like to uh, make fun yeah. of me. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but today you're going to talk about mm-hmm. Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and specifically, um, you're going to talk about this new series yes. mm-hmm. and this new. Right. Doctor, Doctor Who. So, Doctor. Doc- oh, I'm sorry. There's I'm just going to correct you there. Yeah, you can't call me. So there's no Doctor Who? It's not Doctor Who. It's just the Doctor. Just the Doctor. That's mm-hmm. her name. Now. That's her right. name. Her name. Right. Her name. Or so, their name. Right. Okay. <laughs> Depending how you look at it. Steph okay. and I are avid fans okay. of the show. So I thought I, you know, both of us would talk a little bit about the history for those who might want to get into this uh, series. This cool. Phenomenon of Doctor Who. <laughs> All right, we'll so, sell it. Sell okay. it. Sell it, Sarah. Right, well, I'm trying. So I'm gonna um, just go over some facts and then chime in. Like you said, it's a British sci-fi show, right? And it started in 1963. Yeah. So what happened was it sort of was very popular, and then it was a cult classic, and then they sort of reinvented it, yes. you know, in a little bit, and now it's sort of taken off mm-hmm. again. So. Um, the Doctor is a time lord, a time lord from the planet Gallifrey. Yes, he's an alien, first yes. and foremost. And he travels through time and space in a ship called a TARDIS, which mm-hmm. if you want to... Oh, sure. So the TARDIS is, it stands for Time and Relative Dimensions in Space. Mm-hmm. And it's the Doctor's ship. It travels in time yep. and space. And it is something that all Gallifreyans, which is the Doctor's alien mm-hmm. race, do actually get their own TARDIS. The most important thing is the doctor stole his and her now TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't actually, he wasn't supposed to have it, but he stole it and then he started going on adventures. Mm-hmm. What does the TARDIS look like? It's ah. <laughs> <laughs> a great question. Well, the first thing is it's bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It looks like a 1960s um, police box in British. England. Mm-hmm. British police uh, British box. British police box. Yes, okay. these are things they're not around anymore. They're, I think, considered archaic now, but mm-hmm. it was a place where uh, an officer 
could actually arrest someone and they could just hold them in that box. No, um, really? Until, yeah. <laughs> so uh, with the doctor's ship, what happened is it, the, the TARDIS can actually conform to its surrounding. So it's like a chameleon. It could blend in. And there is actually a part mm-hmm. of the TARDIS called the chameleon circuit. The doctor's chameleon circuit, of course, is broken. So it mm-hmm. stays like a police public call box. Mm-hmm. He could fix it, but chooses not to because he liked the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> the alien race that he is, mm-hmm. he, she is, is mm-hmm. what? Gallifreyan. Gallifreyan. Mm-hmm. Do all Gallifreyan's TARDISes Mm-hmm. I have to think about how I'm going to speak. <laughs> yeah. Do all Gallifreyan's TARDISes have the shape or the form of a police no. call box? No. Okay. Yeah, no, they're meant to blend in. Right. And not every... Uh, it's important to also note that not every Time Lord... Well, not every Gallifreyan is a Time mm-hmm. Lord or Time Lady. It's mm-hmm. a very specific part of the Gallifreyan race. Right. Really? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a special Gallifreyan right. that we're talking about here. Yes. yes. Very okay. he's, uh, yes. Well, okay. So just to go over um, previous doctors from okay. from the beginning, right? So the first doctor was William Hartnell, and then the second. Are these their actual names, or these the, the no? Actors? These are the actors. Oh, the actors. Yeah, okay. the second doctor was. Pa- they're, they're all the doctor. They're all the doctor. They're all the doctor. They're all no the doctor. What. Do we yeah. ever know their name? No. The doctor has a name, yes, but, but there's only mm, one or two people but you're not in the to tell me. in the yeah. universe who know it. Yeah. we okay. don't even know the doctor's name. Oh, you yeah. don't need to know. The no. No. So I won't go through all of them, but just so you know that it picked up um, at, at the ninth doctor. So that's Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston, thank you. And then um, he was only the doctor for a year, which is a yeah. shame because he was he was quite good. And then David Tennant, who's my favorite doctor. It's not Steph's favorite it's doctor. Not my favorite doctor. But he was a tenth doctor for five years. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Smith, who's my favorite doctor, Steph's favorite doctor, was um, the eleventh doctor for only three years. I thought it was longer. Three years and a couple of specials. Yeah. yeah. And then the 12th Doctor was Peter Capaldi, mm-hmm. who was Scottish, actually. Yes. Yeah. And interestingly, David Tennant is too, but he chose to use yeah. an English accent and not his uh, natural Scottish accent. Which is role. good because you really, like, I find the Scottish brogue. It took me a few episodes to get into yeah. Peter's. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then the 13th Doctor, and this is why we keep, like, changing pronouns because yes. this is the first time ever. That the doctor is a woman. Yes. Okay, so I yes. know a little bit about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know so it's is. the yes. same being throughout yes. the series okay, from the this. 60s. Oh, I'll but it takes, like, okay. what? A different form. So, uh, well, actually, yes, Time Lords can actually. Mm. All right, let me start from the beginning. So, Time Lords can regenerate. <laughs> so, instead of dying officially, uh, mm. they can regenerate into a new sort of being it's basically the same alien with the same memories and but just they look different they act differently they'll speak differently um they have different sorts of personalities Mm -hmm. and quirks and eccentricities um and it has been established in the doctor who canon that time lords can regenerate from different genders and they also can regenerate i believe into actually like different species species but not but they're still their own species it's very yeah and they can actually regenerate into someone they've met before so i'm just want to confirm this that Mm -hmm. they they don't they they quote unquote die right but not really but not because i know again 
Right. I have never seen an episode, but I know from being on the periphery of like the entertainment mm. and you know news and whatnot. Sure. That when a doctor, quote unquote, regenerates yes. or dies, it's a big deal. Yes. Everyone yes. is destroyed about it. <laughs> yes. yes. It's well, like the end of the world. <laughs> well, it's not the end of the world, but yeah. It's, it's, it, I mean, some people will take it a little far and, and say <laughs> it is the end of the world. And everyone has their favorite doctor. Everyone has a doctor they relate mm. to more, but it is a big deal when there is a new doctor. And fans, most fans have been lobbying for a while now for a female mm. doctor. Um, mm-hmm. So to finally have it is kind of extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And who is the actress who is playing uh, the doctor? Jodie Whittaker. Okay. Um, and where would we have seen her before? Broadchurch is Broad where Church. I think most Americans yes. will know her from. Mm-hmm. It was a it's a British drama series created by Chris Chibnall, who's now the showrunner of Doctor Who. Of, of, um, and that changes too. And actually, the uh, the show was starring David Tennant and using his Scottish accent, mm-hmm. um, and Olivia Coleman, who's going to be playing the Queen now in The Crown. So it's a great show to watch, too. Mm-hmm. It, Jody, and Jody was amazing. Um, three seasons. Yes. Okay. Series. And we have that here at the library. Yes. Of course. Of course. The new Doctor mm-hmm. has recently premiered. Yes, two right? weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get that to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, another thing that I wanted, though, before we move mm-hmm. on to talk about is there is always a a friend, a mm-hmm. partner, a companion, companion mm-hmm. okay? And um, I know one of them because I am a Marvel fan. Mm. What's her name? Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan, mm-hmm. okay. Yes. Was how many ago? Oh, she was quite a bit. Quite she a bit, right? was two doctors ago two now. Two doctors ago. And mm-hmm. just about two companions ago. Okay. Um, she was the companion to the 11th doctor, Um, So she was there for most of his tenure, not his very last season, but she was there for two of his seasons. Mm -hmm. Explain this concept. Does the doctor always have to have a companion? Yes. Yes. And are they forced to be the companion or do they volunteer? They can volunteer. Some sometimes what happens is they get stuck with the doctor. The doctor usually meets his companions, or and now um, the thirteenth doctor is referring to hers as friends, which I kind of like that term. Mm -hmm. In the past, the doctor used to be he would call his companions his assistants when it was a little bit less PC. Um, but yeah, so the the companion sometimes has a choice. Sometimes they just kind of get stuck on the TARDIS with the doctor and they ask to be off the TARDIS and they wind up, they just love traveling in space and time with him or her. So they stay. Okay. Now, when this doctor leaves, mm-hmm. when they regenerate, mm-hmm. what happens to the companion? Sometimes, sometimes they stay. Yeah. Sometimes they can't deal with the doctor changing and they go home Mm -hmm. back to earth or whatever planet they're from Mm -hmm. okay um with the first two nine and ten for the most recent Mm -hmm. series when nine regenerated his companion who's very well known rose Mm -hmm. um had a very difficult time dealing with it but she stayed on with ten david Tennant's doctor because they just really loved each other yeah that was a whole nother story (laughs) that's something we don't have to address um i did not like that yeah, and then the same thing with um, Eleven, Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he regenerated, his companion Clara chose to stay on with Peter Capaldi, uh, t- the Twelfth Doctor's. Yeah, and that was sad. I have to say, I was not a fan of of Clara at first. I thought she was a little bit boring. Oh, be- I loved her. <laughs> but no, she. But like, but yeah. her. I like how she. Like, I really liked how they gave her a fair. What happened with her, and that made me cry. Actually, yeah, yeah Doctor Who does tend to make you cry. It can be very like, touching. I'm. Yeah, 
Go okay. full on ugly sobbing sometimes. <laughs> so we know the TARDIS is throughout the series since the 60s. Yes. I have a feeling there's some sort of um, antagonist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is involved mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. Because I can't imagine this show is just about... I mean, what is the purpose of the Doctor? What is the What does the Doctor have to do? Just go off and have fun in different times and space? Yeah, I mean, essentially, the Doctor yeah. is a slightly lonely figure, which is why he or she always travels with companions and friends, but also is very interested in other people and species mm-hmm. and things and has a very great curiosity for the universe so um, the doctor shows up in some different place and just kind of observes well they have a rule though that they can alter time but not where it will change like history history okay so they can do things to sort of help people as long as it doesn't cause great ripple effects sort of kind of a thing right and then sometimes that's unavoidable and right. they do change history but then the doctor tries to get it back yeah <laughs> so there is like there's rules and yeah yeah so there's there is an antagonist though, right? Throughout the throughout series, the series. Yeah. there's always a monster of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, so it's different for every week. One. Yes. Is there one that just follows oh, Doctor yes. no matter yeah. what season, oh, whatever? Yeah. No. There's two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me about these robotic refrigerators. They're like the size <laughs> of a refrigerator. Um, yeah, they look like. And they talk like this. <laughs> yes, and everyone's you do afraid of them. Than I do. Thank you. But frankly, it seems like you just kind of like briskly walk away from it and it wouldn't bother you. No. The, if you're talking about the Daleks. Yes. That's yes. what they're called. <laughs> He's been waiting patiently. <laughs> they will exterminate you. Yeah. And they can float and climb stairs now. So Now they can, but before. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't necessarily float before in the, in the 60s and throughout mm-hmm. the 80s, 70s and 80s as well. But yeah, they can... Yeah. Yeah, and they're throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. Yes. Okay, and who who's in charge of these refrigerator things? These well, they're large things. They're that, aliens. They're their own species. Oh, they're just their own yeah. species. Yeah, inside they have mm-hmm. a metal casing. Inside there is a living being. Oh, inside. really? Yeah, it kind See, of looks I, like a squid, but they have like a, a mind. Hive yes, like a thing. hive mind. Yeah. Hive mind. Okay, and are they the direct? Enemies of the Doctor mm-hmm. and Absolutely. the Doctor's. What's the Doctor's again? Time Lords. Gallifrey. No, the the ga- Gallifrey. Gallifrey, the planet Gallifrey. Gallifrey. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Okay. So they're kind of they're there, and they. I assume, are they in every episode, or do they just show? No, up but they're there? usually. There is one episode per series. Pretty like, much, yeah. That they're in. That they show up. Yeah. yeah. There was a big time war between the Daleks and mm-hmm. the Doctor's people and the planet Gallifrey itself. Um, and that is a big thing in the new series where the Doctor essentially had to commit genocide in a way to save the universe from exploding because this war between the Daleks and, and the Time Lords were, was it had a lot of major consequences. That doesn't sound mm. quite good. It's a, nope, serious. It but like he, re- he recovers from serious. it. And now she's recovered from it. But it was very serious. Okay. It's kind of like, you know, I'm going to wipe out a complete planet. It's heavy. Society. It's a heavy show. It can um, be, yeah. Just because it's going to make, you know, the line at the McDonald's <laughs> one less person on the line in the future. And I get my Big Mac sooner because the uh, Kolarians, uh, you know, didn't have the chance to uh, fire their big gun. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's an interesting name for a race, though. <laughs> <laughs> you should write. Write for Dr. Who. Stephanie, do you want to talk about this new episode? Mm-hmm. If I can do it without crying, sure. Um, no, I will, I'll be able to do it without okay. crying, of course. 
spoiler alert, mm-hmm. Stephanie's mm-hmm. about to critique and talk mm-hmm. about things. Yeah, so yes. sum up. Sum I'm, it up. I'm sum it up. less of a critique. I when I say I'm a Doctor Who fan, I love every aspect of it. I, I can't even find an episode that I really won't watch. Um, and I have a very, I'm a very happy Doctor Who fan right now. So, I mean, essentially, what happens is at the very end. The Twelfth Doctor, so last year in the Christmas special, every year they do a Christmas special, the Twelfth Doctor regenerated, um, finally, and he regenerated into a woman, Jodie Whittaker, the Thirteenth Doctor, who fell from her TARDIS onto Earth, um, and is now completely separated from her TARDIS, her ship, uh, has no idea where it is, so she winds up landing in um, northern England, in Sheffield, so she uses that very nice Yorkshire accent that I think a lot of people kind of know. So the episode centers around her, but it also centers around her new friends and their life in Sheffield and these new aliens that she's never met before. And so she meets Yaz, a police officer, and she meets Ryan, who is a mechanic who actually has a disorder called dyspraxia, um, which is something that I had never heard of until this episode. And so he struggles with balance and coordination and all of this. So it's actually a very interesting aspect because you have this person who's supposed to be running and climbing ladders to try and get away from trouble. He can't even ride a bike Mm -hmm. because of his disorder, um, his disability. And um, she also meets Ryan's grandfather in a way, sort of step-grandfather, his nan, um, marries this man who had cancer. And after three years of being his nurse, which is actually a really, really sweet story, and they run into trouble, which is exactly how the doctor starts every episode. She just runs, runs into, into trouble. trouble. And yeah. that's how she meets these people. They run, they're on a train and they get struck by this electrical bolt. And it just, the story sort of goes from there. It turns okay. out there's this alien bounty hunter, essentially, who's trying to win this race of capturing this human target to bring back to his planet. And he will become the leader of their army in a way if he does okay. this successfully. And so she's trying to battle that while also trying to battle this weird electrical storm that's been brought to earth and try to save everyone in sheffield um and potentially everyone on earth so it's not that urgent okay does she have a sonic screwdriver so the really fun part of this episode um so the doctor always has this thing it's called the sonic screwdriver it's not really a weapon because the doctor doesn't believe in weapons um but it can basically <laughs> no wonder she's afraid of a moving refrigerator <laughs> with a squid inside you know, a refrigerator is good as like, it's pretty much a Sicilian's uh, refrigerator. We get the calamari in there. I mean, he's like, yeah. worried about it. <laughs> so, yeah, so the sonic screwdriver is something that every doctor gets a different one. And okay. the TARDIS usually makes the screwdriver. But she lost her screwdriver. So she lost her TARDIS. And she actually winds up making herself a new screwdriver, yeah. which is really, really cool. And it's a really fun scene because she's welding things and she's making something. And she's tapping into some of the alien um, hardware that fell to Earth okay. and creating her own sonic screwdriver that's going to help her. It, it can help you learn the health of somebody. It can break down doors. The one thing it doesn't do is it doesn't do wood. Um, and it's a running joke throughout Doctor Who. Yeah, so she makes her own screwdriver, uh, which does help her sort of save the day. But she doesn't get her TARDIS back at the is end the of TARDIS, the episode. You mentioned something about the Is the TARDIS a sentient being of some sort? Uh, yeah, in a way. The TARDIS connects to whichever Time Lord is, is riding in it, in a way. Okay. So the TARDIS can sort of redecorate mm-hmm. based on the Doctor's personality. 
and okay. she kind of will choose and we call her she that's the pronoun they've used for her she will choose things that she thinks this doctor will like okay like at the end of the second episode for this new series there's in the new tardis um custard creams these little english biscuits come out because she just thinks this doctor would like some custard creams every time nice. she goes on a trip because why not very cool <laughs> So, for someone who has never seen an episode of Doctor Who, mm. is this the type of show that I can come in halfway through this? I mean, we're talking about how many episodes are there if it's from the 60s? I mean, hundreds of episodes, right? I w- well, you know, you don't have to start from the 60s. So, yeah. It sort of breaks. Like I said, there's like the old school ones, mm-hmm. and then it starts fresh with the... Um, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, so that's, I'm um, trying to see, that's the ninth Doctor. Yeah, okay. So that's when it sort of reinvents itself. Mm-hmm. It takes a break and then it comes back. So yes. I would start with that. So 2005's Doctor Who yes. series. Mm-hmm. And this is the 11th series, I believe. So it's the 11th, se- they use series instead mm-hmm. of season, but yeah. it's the 11th season essentially. And the nice thing about this season is they sort of wrote it in a way where um, you don't have to have watched the past seasons it it's helps. helpful mm-hmm. absolutely you sh- i mean you should because it's a great show mm-hmm. um but you don't have to have seen every episode to watch this new season i think with the doctors like um david Tennant, i think he was like the longest one you would want to see it from when he became the doctor because then you can see like the storyline with bad wolf and rose and all that stuff mm-hmm. because that is something that follows through his his yeah. career and then you know so i would recommend if you're gonna you don't want to start off like way back when. Just at least pick it up, at least with Jodie Whittaker. And then if you want to go back, then you I would go, go by back. Doctor. Then that's my advice. If you know, yeah, you don't necessarily want to start it with Matt Smith's Doctor because it's a little bit confusing. Um, if you start mm-hmm. just there, same thing with Twelve. But I always recommend just start with the Ninth Doctor, start in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get a comprehensive feel for the show. Um, the classic who you don't have to have seen it's fun to go back it's mm-hmm. super cheesy and super campy and low yeah. budget but it's really fun okay. and it has really interesting things to say so Stephanie yes. up till now mm-hmm. and we'll start with 2005 so mm-hmm. the ninth doctor favorite episode mm-hmm. of Doctor Who favorite episode yes I wish people listening could have just seen my face <laughs> that's a really that's like Sophie's choice. For that's something. really difficult. I, I I don't think I have a favorite episode. I, really? I do. I have an episode I keep going back to. Vincent and the Doctor. <gasps> I was gonna say that. <laughs> that is a good one. That was a good one. Um, I have that poster. And yes. So me too. I have a known bookmark form. Um, oh. And it's, it features in season five uh, with Matt Smith and Karen Gillan as Amy Pond, his companion. They go back in time um, because she's a big fan of Vincent Van Gogh. Okay. And they go back in time to meet him. And it's written by Richard Curtis of Notting Hill and Love Actually fame um, and guest starring Bill Nighy. And wow. it's just, yeah, it's a really, okay. really beautiful episode and funny and touching and I think mm-hmm. that and probably Blink from season three those might be my favorite episodes because Blink introduces the weeping angels mm. and they are so creepy and make you afraid of every statue you've ever seen mm-hmm. Sarah uh, favorite episode well I same one with Vincent yeah. and then okay. I like the one with um oh this is I'm getting on my block who's um Snow, but the not Snow. His wife. His, his whose wife? 
Oh, the do- oh River Song. River, the snow. Yeah, River Song. <laughs> you're, thinking, you're thinking Game of Thrones. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like <laughs> too many sci-fi references. When they go to um, Castle Thing, oh, and it was very romantic. And oh, sweet. that the that's yeah. the Christmas special. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Okay. That was really nice. It was. Yeah, the doctor has a, a I, wife. But I, really I know. Nice. I like when River is around. That's always my my favorite. Oh, but I don't River. know. What, I'm curious how they're going to do that. With I don't think they will. They should. I don't think they River's should coming it. back. They should address. I mean, that. it would Good. be fun to see her have a wife, but I don't know. It was. It's a. Weir- it's another weird sort of storyline where. Yes. She's sort of a- aging. Backwards. No, you no, know, I she. She. She's like. <laughs> it's very. It's very. It's really complicated. Yeah. Um, she becomes... <laughs> so the do- so River Song <laughs> is the doctor's wife. She is actually the daughter... You're not going to watch it. This is a slight spoiler alert for anyone who's never seen the show. But yeah. she is actually the daughter of um, Amy Pond, Karen Gillan's character, and her husband Rory. Mm-hmm. Both are companions of the 11th Doctor. And they conceive her over the time vortex and she becomes sort of like a time lord who can regenerate because she's conceived over the time vortex. So she sort of can travel Mm -hmm. in time as well and looks to find the doctor and Mm -hmm. they have a very, very interesting story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's going on in my yeah. head. Right yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's too it's much like, information. It's like Charlie Brown. Like, wah, 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 wah. There was another episode that I really liked was when Rory was the um the, the centurion. Yes, the boy who waited. I know that's another one that made me cry. So There's sweet. a doctor who makes you cry a lot. So really quick, really quick before yeah. we finish, before we wrap it up, Sarah, mm-hmm. favorite doctor so far. Uh, mine's David Tennant. David Tennant. Okay, and Stephanie. Uh, Matt Smith, number eleven, like one hundred percent. Just, All right. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Well, we will put in the show notes links to mm-hmm. where you can search our catalog mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. see Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, not the band Who. No. <laughs> and this was great. I hope that mm-hmm. uh, Sarah. How, about how long after the series finishes does it take to get for the DVD to come? Um. About three months, four months. Would you not say? as long as you would think, okay. especially since it's BBC. But it, okay. it's. It's surprisingly not that long. Great. The Christmas special is a little bit longer. Okay. But um, once, yeah, it, we're, we're, I think we're up to date, actually. Yeah, we are. So we we're good. Everything. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's a great opportunity. If you've listened to this episode and now we've uh, we've gotten you interested in becoming a Time Lord yourself. A Whovian. <laughs> a Whovian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you, can, uh, you can binge watch all the episodes of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, uh, Stephanie and Sarah, mm-hmm. for this very special chat on mm-hmm. Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And we appreciate it. And if you want to hear older episodes or read our show notes, visit mm-hmm. our website, mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts, or email us at podcast at mcplibrary.org yeah. and let us know if you have a show that you swoon over. Yes. <laughs> like these ladies are swooning over this yes. show about... It's not, just a, 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 it's not just a lady show. It's No, I'm saying it's you. <laughs> yeah. It's you. It's for everybody. two ladies sitting in front of me. It's for yes. everyone. It's for everybody. Yes. Send us an email and maybe we'll, we'll do another show for you. <laughs> so for Sarah Fade and Stephanie Vecchio, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show. <laughs>